Well, ATK Mohan Bagan, that's the hot topic of the entire football fraternity. I mean, football, Twitter, or be it anything, the newspapers are all about that. Uh, it's things there are so many podcasts all the out people are discussing about all of it so we thought how how about we also jump into that bandwagon and speak about it and after all it's Mohan Bagan right or rather calling it ADK Mohan Bagan now uh, this was due I mean we, we saw this coming we knew about this all but uh, the specialty of this particular show is that a podcast without me and Sharanji talking about Mohan Bagan is incomplete. So here we are, one again united uh, on this topic, uh, probably dissing each other. But I'm sure on this, in this episode, most of the times he would agree to what I'm saying, unlike the last time, unlike our TFG days. Uh, because here we are today, uh, Mr. Goenka owns uh, the most part of it and he is the proper owner of the club, ATK Mohan Bagan, retaining the green and maroon as well as the logo. Uh, but hey, you know, he's already nodding his head. So we've already begun. Now you're watching HYF Unfiltered episode number three. If you are new and for the first time listening to this show, uh, hit the subscribe button and also press the bell icon next to it. So you're always notified when we put out a new episode. Now let's begin. Chiranjit Oja is our guest who needs no introduction. Uh, a journalist most of the time sometimes gets trolled, uh, but we all do that, uh, so it's fine. It all happens to us. Shiranji, welcome to the show, HRF Unfiltered. How have you hey, been? Hey, thank you. you thank you, guys. Um, I've been surviving, basically, and the last few months I've been uh, uh, trying in terms of what's happening out there in the real world, as well as what's happening in Indian football, especially with Mohan Bagan and a lot of... Uh, lot of tension, a lot of sleepless nights about how things would turn out to be and I think it could have gone a lot worse and uh, we got off with uh, just a few scratches when uh, you know, it could have been a pretty uh, deadly blow uh, that we would have to deal with for, for a while. So yeah, uh, overall it's pretty okay now. Without wasting much time, let's just begin, right? We saw 10th of July, I'm sure would be the most probably uh, the most cherished day for most Mohan fans now, along with a lot of other dates that they have, but especially this being the fact that, oh, the whole thing about will, what will happen to the club, will uh, the logo go away, will the colours stay, or you know, there's a lot of apprehension about it, but uh, uh, keeping this in mind, uh, that they decided to keep the core of Mohan alive, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, the press release was out, which mentions a lot of things, uh, and the fact that they want to revamp the entire academy part of it, uh, get the whole football ground out there. Uh, so, Chiranjit, you being in Calcutta, and I'm sure you closely followed the entire event that took place on 10th of July or things that led to that, right? So, if you can give us more than what's mentioned in the press release or probably explain a little more about it. Firstly, in terms of uh, what were your first initial reaction to the green and maroon, I mean, the so-called colors of the club and the logo being retained? Well, to, uh, to begin with, uh, Mohan Bagan is not shaped like most uh, football clubs. It's a multi-sport club and only the football department of the club was going up for uh, this deal that happened with uh, RPSD or KGSPL, which is the owning uh, company of uh, ATK. So, it was uh, Sanjeev Goenka and his co-owners who purchased about 80% of the holding company that was managing the Mohan Bagan football team. And uh, it went under a new administration, basically. And uh, 
those administrations the mohan bagan football team administration and the kgspl administration uh, both went through a merger and uh, it turned out pretty well uh, to be honest uh, there was a lot of concern about if they were going to significantly alter the logo or introduce the atk's uh, winged tiger right onto the mohan bagan crest and as you know since this football team is supposed to uh, represent the mohan bagan club if the logo becomes too different from the mohan bagan club then people are going to start asking questions like does this really represent uh, the mohan bagan club if the logo is so different from the club crest because the club's logo was not changing the club's logo was always going to stay the same the club was not going away uh, it it would stay the same but its football dip, uh, department would have an entirely different new identity of its own which would create a a huge lack of uh, you know lack of seeming uh, what do you call it lack of uh, seamless support throughout uh, throughout the board so i think the decision that they took was a difficult one because they were also looking to uh, continue the presence of their atk brand and uh, yeah they had to sacrifice a lot in that term they did not retain the red and white uh, color they did not retain the logo they went with the mohan bagan logo which i think was the right decision in this case uh, let's face it the atk identity was a leftover uh, from the partnership that they had with atletico de madrid and it, it became over a long time ago so it's like you know holding on to an ex that has left you a long time ago which uh, is not a, a practical thing to do for a football club like a football team like this so yeah uh, i think they took the right decision and most of the mohan bagan fan base is happy with it yeah we'll come to the fact that you know the atk had a certain thing also to it i mean yeah we we also know the fact that after atletico de uh, madrid's deal was done there was literally nothing to do with what atk even stands for so i'm sure they just came up above their head they like amar tumar kolkata and they just named it so that you know uh, the whole identity that they had in terms of jersey color and the low not probably not the logo but the jersey color red and white was to do with atletico de madrid Uh, but we'll come to that a little later uh, now the fact that you mentioned this was supposed to be like i mean it's a good decision that they did what would have happened and that's what has made most mohan bagan fans uh, happy about it and most uh, the ones who were dissing goenka since the start probably for the last 6 years have stopped now and are grateful towards him about this whole thing uh, in fact let's rewind a bit when the news first broke out that mohan bagan is going to be merged with atk right what was the whole reaction like how would you react to that well first of all it's not exactly a merger of football teams right it's it's a merger of the administrations but uh, when people like make those blanket statements like mohan bagan is merging with atk it makes it seem like the entire club is merging uh, which which was never the case so there was a lot of misinformation which created anger and uh, people were more or less just waiting to see what came out of it on the front end that uh, whether it would keep the logo whether it would keep the uh, colors green and maroon and ultimately what i think stopped uh, the mohan bagan fans from going all out against this was that uh, they had a little bit of a hope because uh, sanjeev goenka as a football administrator he 
respected everywhere. Even though ATK, we, we saw ATK as an opponent team and a, for a future rival, uh, we liked the way they conducted business and uh, the way they marketed themselves, the way uh, they uh, tried to turn the profile up for themselves. We wanted some investor like that for our club as well. We wanted uh, Mohan Bagan to have that kind of a marketing budget, to have that kind of a presence. And uh, uh, those who, of us who support the Mohan Bagan club, we know this to be a very underappreciated asset that has never been marketed, never been uh, profiled or branded on a national scale. Uh, still, it gets a huge organic support, but uh, we always said, imagine if we had uh, somebody like Sanjeev Goenka, who was uh, really enthusiastic about spending money to establish the brand. Uh, it has happened, thankfully. And, and thankfully, he, it seems like he understands what's at stake. He's the uh, at least a second generation Mohan Bagan fan uh, because his father had a lifetime membership. I think his grandfather was also associated with the club. So he has taken the right decision. And what I really love about this uh, was that he comes out and the uh, first interview he does, he's talking about AFC Cup. He's talking about AFC Champions League. He's talking about the academy. He's talking about uh, you know repairing uh, the stadium. These are all these... Uh, empty talking points that go uh, come and go with every AGM in Mohan Bagan, where the, some of the officials, every time the elections come around, they say, oh yeah, we're going to renovate the stadium, we're going to uh, do this, do that, the academy this, uh, AFC that, and uh, when it come, push comes to shove it, they always uh, fail to deliver or they under-deliver. But we know Sajeev Goenka is somebody who is capable of, uh, you know, really making a difference at Mohan Bagan. And if he manages to revive the academy, if he manages to widen the pitch of the Mohan Bagan ground and have regular matches there, uh, redo the grass, you know, you're going you're gonna to see an entire new subculture of Mohan Bagan that had gone dormant because of uh, apathy from the erstwhile uh, club officials or administrators uh, who did not want, even bother to reach out to the fans, who did not uh, try to take the team to the new generation, to new fans. Uh, so, that entire section is going to come alive and it's going to take Mohan Bagan to a whole new level. And if you have the entire potential fan base of Mohan Bagan across the country, if they are activated, you're going to see a fan movement throughout the country and that's going to elevate ISL and Indian football as well. Yeah, I mean, the point that you mentioned, I was going to come to a little later, the fact that what was his first response after this announcement. Uh, so I'll come to it a little later. But to fact, to ask you the fact that was this the only option way out for Mohan Bagan in the sense that they were looking for many sponsors throughout, right? We know of that fact. I mean, uh, it's been, we worked for almost two and a half years and the entire two and a half years we spoke of was this. Why can't they, why can't Mohan Bagan find a good sponsor? Uh, or why are not sponsors coming to Bagan? I mean, Bagan has everything that probably can attract a sponsor. Maybe uh, over the years, the league has been an issue of playing with top tier or second tier. But keeping that aside, everything the club uh, should have, Mohan Bagan has. Uh, so, do you think was this the only way out? I mean, Goenka literally came as a savior here, right? Uh, it would appear so. Uh, if you ask the Mohan Bagan officials, it was apparently pretty hard to get a company to invest long-term on Mohan Bagan. And uh, we have seen with East Bengal, uh, you just look at the deal they had with Quest. Uh, so when Quest was uh, financing them in I-League, they were going to give 
about 15 crores a year and uh, when if they went into isl uh, suddenly quiz would give about 40 to 40, 50 crores a year that means uh, you know a club's valuation triples if they are uh, getting into uh, isl so uh, if mohan bagan had some sort of a deal worked out with fsdl already that okay if they have all the doors open if they can just put up the money they get into isl if that kind of arrangement existed i think uh, they would have had it had an easier time just getting a sponsor or an investor in place and uh, you know fulfilling the financial obligations but i don't think that was the case uh, they wanted to get a lot of sponsors and investors uh, somewhere even at the stage of you know the, the contracts being written up but apparently uh, towards the end of the whole negotiation period it just did not work out for whatever reason you know there there are you know if, if you are going to if you think like moon landing conspiracy theories are, are a thing we should look at mohan bagan investors the conspiracy theories go around that about who is conspiring against mohan bagan who is blocking everything and who is uh, you know manipulating the whole situation um, but who knows what happened behind those doors but it seems like you know they what what a certain section of very powerful people wanted uh, within indian football to happen that's what happened and uh, to be honest this is a saving sanjeev goenka's investment uh, what the kind of response they were getting with atk uh, with so much of free tickets and uh, uh, and the rest uh, it, they were amassing spectators who were just there for invest uh, sorry entertain these were not uh, some you know it was not a sizable bunch of dedicated fans who were going to be there for 50 years 100 years just backing the club i think they understood that and uh, they realized that okay if you want uh, your money to come back all the money that you have spent uh, you got to be with either east bengal or mohan bagan uh, last year um, towards uh, let's say june july august in 2019 they were talking to east bengal their planning just fell through so now we got mohan bagan with uh, rpsg so that that's the way it goes i mean to be honest even if there were some external pressures uh, the ultimate responsibility still falls on the mohan bagan officials to get an investor and if the investor did not arrive the responsibility lies with them yeah and and the fact that i think one thing everybody agrees uh, even i when i was listening to your show uh, about this you had this mohanda da as part of the conversation who also agreed the fact that uh, there were officials <clears throat> sorry and he just mentioned that there were officials who were just wanted as the role of an official but never really executed in action right who just loved to be in power but never literally cared for the club uh, probably uh, not in the right way maybe they were fans yes not taking that away they were passionate people but literally not taking up responsibility where it was needed so that one thing is stick marked here right i mean i'm sure you would agree that uh, either corporatized whatever you call it going or coming into picture here gets that professionalism going and that's exactly probably why we saw we heard him say that you know uh, the aim is to take this club internationally and not just play the local leagues but take it to afc and acl yeah and when uh, sumantada was talking about like highlighting that afc section it it r- rings so true because i was there in guwahati when they were playing uh, afc cup uh, the 
second round matches so the first knockout uh, round matches and it was just a couple of days after they played the federation cup final uh, and they beat Aizawa FC handily and they won their uh, 14th federation cup title and everything was uh, everybody was happy and now it was okay we're going to couple of uh, days later we're going to play in AFC cup we're going to win and we're going to carry on all of a sudden the players are like oh this guy has an injury that guy has to go back home for some reason and suddenly everybody has left and uh, you are just left with uh, this uh, reserve side that's playing in AFC cup and i was just walking around in the team hotel just asking people like what the hell just happened uh, it turns out it was too much of a financial burden to keep the entire team together for another extra few months because what the mohan bagan officials would have preferred it that in that situation it seems is to just let go of all the players loan them out to isl teams and get them back together in january so that they don't have to uh, you know have a full team for the whole season and in mohan bagan if you are you know ra- uh, running a team called mohan bagan you cannot take those easy way outs you cannot compromise with the principle of always putting everything behind winning every match and and it's true if if uh, you know if that kind of a uh, administrative failure had not occurred mohan bagan probably would have reached the afc cup semi final and how good that would have been people would be talking about that for 10 years uh, but we just dropped the ball so it's it's a completely uh, this, this is a this is a aspect of playing football that has uh never really been done well by the previous uh, people who were in charge of mohan bagan and uh, yeah i think i think uh, sanjeev goenka understands it he, he has already talked about it and he is going to deliver much uh, better and at least we are not going to have to hear about it. i think you remember the uh, podcast uh, that we were doing in mumbai uh, it was after one very bad match that mohan bagan had played in afc cup group stage and uh, it was the uh, it was we had a clip that came in from maldives with the mohan bagan assistant coach saying oh our head coach has not traveled most of our players have not traveled because we are not paying too much attention to afc cup at the moment our focus is on i league how can you say that how can you say that you are representing indian football right mohan bagan calls themselves the national club of india you cannot have a situation where you are representing indian football literally and you say no we domestic football league is uh, you know of, of bigger importance so we're not going to uh, pay too much attention to afc cup and you know why they 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 have done that that's because uh, 2016 or yeah 2016 the second kolkata derby happened uh, sorry the first kolkata derby uh, of i league happened on a sunday and it was wednesday when they were playing the afc champions league qualifiers so uh, sunday derby it was like huge entire jam packed stadium 80000 people showed up then on wednesday the number went down to about 15000 because uh, you know it was right after derby so a lot of people already had come and uh, usually the next match it sees a drop off uh, there was no telecast there was no proper uh, marketing it was on a wednesday so of course there's going to be a drop off in attendance they thought you know they were going to sell a lot of tickets printed a lot of tickets and the tickets went unsold so they just suddenly assume that mohan bagan fans don't care about asian football so we don't have to pay attention to fc cup we don't have to give it any importance that is not case i mean those are your administrators you are the you should be leading the narrative you should be telling the fans that hey care about this we are literally representing the country right now so uh, you know show up in larger numbers instead of doing that you just give up on the first sign of trouble 
how can you succeed with a mentality like that and that is that mentality is not compatible with the core values of mohan bagan and i i it gives me no pleasure to say that the way i saw atk officials go around and the way i saw goenka uh, managing his team that is way more in line with the mohan bagan philosophy than the than what the mohan bagan officials were doing so yeah thankfully he is you know let let's hope he does better so yeah Yeah, I'm just going to keep my video off for some time because I'm facing some technical issues uh, with my internet. Move to the next question. Uh, uh, when we speak about Mohan Bagan and not being professional, uh, we also see that how players and coaches or the staff haven't been paid in the past, right? Uh, or they've kept pending. There, there have been delays, uh, delays to an extent where the coaches have moved on or the players have moved on from clubs, and their payment is still due. Uh, so what happens right now in terms of this acquisition or you know takeover has happened, and uh, what happens to the payment uh, of the players that were there with Mohan Bagan? Has it been done? What's the news on that? Yeah, it's been done. It got done. Uh, I think last week uh, they cleared everything. Uh, the whole situation. I think they had the uh, deadline till 28th of July, and they cleared the salaries around 6th or 7th July. Uh, the last of it was cleared so this season it was not that big of a deal but it has been a big deal in the past like if you remember 2014 15 season uh, mohan bagan still had contract with ub uh, you know it, the, the team was called mcdowell mohan bagan and they had the logo on the jersey the whole deal but suddenly uh, the money stopped coming from ub because they wanted to renegotiate the deal or there was some uh stuff was happening with ub with uh, the malia family and all all that all that jazz they did not want to continue the partnership so all of a sudden in the middle of the season they just ran out of money and the last few rounds of uh, i league they literally played uh, played without pay with uh, with no idea when the money will come and uh, i think the psychological situation in the club uh, almost cost us the league Uh, you know if you remember towards the middle uh, middle of the last leg the form just suddenly dropped off it somehow coincided with the financial crisis hitting the club and although th- that money was cleared off more or less since then for the last about 4 years uh, it has been the situation in mohan bagan that uh, okay you get you get a you get a lump sum you know for for first two three months okay the money is not coming in suddenly you get a you get a good chunk of money coming in and uh, uh, you your money gets uh, sort of uh, retrospectively paid out to you but that's not ideal for uh, players right the players also have to maintain uh, a certain amount of healthy lifestyle they have to maintain families they need to be paid on time uh, it has been an issue we have not had a big sponsor since mcdowell left so now that uh, psg has come in uh, i don't think atk has ever had any players uh, a lot of players are cashing their money right now uh, they will have uh, less expensive teams next season not the case with atk even though the pandemic has hit they have not lowered their budget in any way and all the players have been paid on time so that that's one thing it, it if you are looking at it it seems like you know it somebody Uh, took the all the complementary qualities and put half of them in Mohan Bagan, half of them in uh, KGFPL, which was running ATK. It's like 
Mohan Bagan has the history, the tradition, the uh, a list of trophies longer than a mail train. Uh, it it had everything. Diehard supporters who have sustained the club for more than a century. Uh, all everything that you want for a club was there, and everything you want in a club administration side was there with KJSKS. They had the money, they had the professionalism, they had the actual good intent to do well with youth development, to take international presence and international championships seriously. And now that they have just, it, it's like, you know, you've seen how a, a train engine connects with a train ka buggy, you know. It's like how, how the ports just connect and uh, it's like they were made for each other. And that's what has happened with this. I'm not sure how, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much of this statement you would have said probably uh, when we were, when we heard the news of this takeover or acquisition or merger or whatever it is called, uh, the statement that you just made right now, a match, perfect match. I don't know how much, how much uh, you would have said this back. Would you have said this back then? No. Anyway, things have been changing and Moon um, fans have been seeing a new tune. So moving on. No, to the no, next no. Let me, let me just coming back to, to the press you, release so. that mentioned. Uh, no, I think we've got to... it right. So let's not spend time on that. No, 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 not a problem because it's not a. Uh, it's just again between me and you. So I had to bring that in. Uh, moving on with the question that uh, the point that press in the press release they also mentioned heavily about the academy setup that Mohan Bagan had and the whole idea that what they want to do with that, the revamp and give them a push. Uh, now we have seen, we've also seen the conversation and debate of Mohan Bagan. Uh, we've seen legacy, it's a, definitely a legacy club, a lot of trophies. But uh, for the past few years, we've not seen a homegrown player. A player coming from the academy, setup. not much, even if they had been But the fact is, uh, how how much of a push do you see now coming in from going and team and what can we expect from the academy setup and uh, you know the youth setup of ATK Mohan Bagan? Well, the Mohan Bagan Sale Academy, which was a joint venture between Mohan Bagan and uh, the Steel Authority of India Limited, uh, that has been uh, producing a good few players, Pranoy uh, Hazar being one of them. Uh, who have come up and played for Mohan Bagan for national team and uh, quite a few other uh, clubs around the country. But uh, in the last few years, like, let's say last four or five years, when the financial crisis hit the club, uh, the emphasis on youth development sort of tapered off. They only wanted to maintain the first team as well as they could so that you know fans don't start a revolt in the gallery. That they had to do the minimum. Uh, so I think what... Uh, RPSG will do here, or, or KGSPL, or ATK Mohan Bagan Private Limited. What they will do is to uh, put new life into the youth development system that has uh, existed. I think they're going to combine the efforts. They had a football school. I think uh, Aditya Bidira football school's ground was being used for an academic uh, setup of ATK. Uh, so all of that will be put together uh, and. Uh, even even those efforts are quite complementary, if you ask me. Like like you have an offsite uh, residential academy uh, in Durgapur, and uh, you have uh, whatever ATK was doing in Kolkata. 
so all of that if you put them together it's a, it's a solid effort and they can start branching it out towards a district which is i think what is needed uh, because you're not going to develop west bengal football just like on sunday on kolkata the talent mostly comes from outside kolkata so uh, we've seen some of that being done by united sc in the uh, last couple of years jamshedpur fc have been taking a lot of uh, uh, you know in the in the west bengals or western tribal village villages they have been uh, increasing their presence in fact my district purulia if you go around uh, some of the santhal dis- uh, villages and all that uh, you you see jamshedpur fc t-shirts being worn by kids so you know unless they speed up uh, jamshedpur fc will come and capture all the uh, area so i hope uh sanjeev goenka takes all that seriously and puts more money in and i think he understands the idea of investment pretty well if you invest a little bit in the district of west bengal today and you revamp the uh, supply line 10 years later you're going to get uh, footballers for a lot cheaper than you have to get from outside west bengal guzoram uh, have done wonders with this kind of a setup uh, meghalaya as well manipur as well so why not do something like that uh, in west bengal and uh, let's reap the awards 10 years down the line and that that's what i think sanjeev goenka brings he can think 15 20 years down the line whereas uh, mohan bagan football team administrators were just concerned with okay let's just get through this season uh, let's see if we can win i league or federation cup or super cup or whatever and cfl if, if there is nothing they will have some cfl Uh, and then we'll think about next season when it comes around so no long term vision uh, was present with the mohan bagan football team which i think they will have now on with a question that uh, we sh- we i mean i asked you the fact that what happens to the players at mohan bagan earlier were they paid their dues are paid you got the answer yes uh now moving on to what happens to them what are their signing or the contracts like uh will will some of them probably won't began told some of them that your contracts were still there so do they join this new new team or uh, and what happens to also the players that remain with that were there with atk they also remain right yeah i think uh, whoever had multi year contract has pretty much stayed so shubhogosh i think has a multi year contract he's going to stay uh, there is a chance that uh, fran gonzales will be joining He, he did not have a multi-year contract. I think he's just going to get uh, a new contract. Um, a lot of the players uh, from ATK they had uh, either multi-year contracts or they just uh, got their contracts renewed because of performance. And they won the ISL playoffs, so a lot of them were rewarded that way. Uh, the head coach, obviously, you can't really sack Antonio Havas right after he won the ISL playoff for the third time with ATK. I think uh, all their trophies have come with. about so you got to give him the preference uh, for now but uh, one thing i really want to see is for this team uh, mohan bagan to top the table in isl because i don't really i don't consider the playoffs to be the real championship if you win the league stage you get to play in acl hopefully uh, hopefully we don't uh, hopefully we don't slide up the rankings and lose the acl slot hopefully we still have it and uh, yeah that's the real championship of india and i want to see mohan bagan win that and what about the officials that were there with bagan what roles will they play here in the administration level 
So in the board of directors, there's uh, Sinjoy Bosch and Debashish Bhakto. These are the two uh, representatives of the Mohan Bagan Football Club Private Limited. Uh, and uh, the shares are with the Mohan Bagan Registered Society, the club itself. So as long as they remain an official as the club, they get to represent the club in the uh, combined vote that has been made for the ATK Mohan Bagan Private Limited. And uh, if they lose the next club elections, uh, whoever gets elected will get to go and represent the club in the board. So it's going to be a revolving thing. As whoever is in charge uh, at the club will come in and uh, represent them in the board. Yeah, over to you, Ajay. Ajay has a couple of questions. Hey, thanks, Ajay. I think uh, you forgot to ask some important questions with regards to uh, which social media handle remains and which social media handle goes away. I read that on the internet that uh, which will ATK, uh, ATK's Twitter handle be there or will Mohan Bagan continue tweeting from their uh, uh, account? But yeah, all jokes aside, um, uh, Chiranjit. Uh, I can, I can uh, give you some insight on that. Please, please, please. Uh, so uh, they are planning some a good few things that uh, there are a few good proposals uh, on the line for that. Uh, one of the proposals is that the ATK old handle is used for the football and uh, the uh, Mohan Bagan old handle is used for uh, on a more, more general sense for the club, uh, which means they will be posting updates about the cricket team, about their athletes in the state meet. Everything will be covered. Hopefully, they will be studying a women's football team as well. Although I have not seen anything, uh, heard anything concrete from the thing, but all of those will be covered by this uh, larger club handle. And uh, there are the, there is another proposal which is to say like. The ATK's old handle is used as the English handle, and uh, wow. the Mohan Bagan's old handle starts putting in Bengali. So there are different ways they can do, or there are there, there is a third option which I don't want to reveal right now because it has never been done before. But you know, you, you don't put put something like this past them. So uh, if they go for that third option, maybe you know. That's brilliant. Maybe, That's... The third, maybe, maybe the third option is Chiranjit being the media manager for this new club. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, uh, the, the majority of the consensus is that, you know, they're on board with you know, the, the, the new uh, rebirth and, you know, the, the branding and the colors and Sanjeev Goyanka being part. But are there a section of fans who have now stopped supporting Mohan Bagan? Because for them, you know, it's it's gone away, you know, with with the takeover. I mean, uh, do you do you know any any sections of fans? I know a good few individuals who are uh, in doubt because uh, there is a fear that's going around, a, a bit of a paranoia in the fan base that okay, they have put in ATK. What if they put in more now? What if if you give them an inch, they take a mile next? So I think those fears are not well founded. I think what we have seen from the administration is good faith and it's time for the Mohan Bagan fans to show them good faith back so that the relationship uh, deepens. But, you know, uh, Mohan Bagan fan base, you can never have a diversified fan base like this to have the same opinion. I think the last time the Mohan Bagan fan base was really united was when uh, Eric Muranda was playing for uh, Mohan Bagan and he universally sucked. So everybody was cursing at him. That was the last time they were united. Since then, there has never been a proper unity. And that's the case this time as well. I am hoping most of the people who are uh, worried that ATK has been added as a prefix or established 1889 is not their part of the logo for the football team. They, it, 
they'll uh, you know come around in a few months uh, when they talk to the others and uh, the others are able to uh, make the make their point of view so, yeah. so we so there's there's no chance of you know how we've seen in world football when uh, man united were taken over by the glazers or you know in the whole wimbledon and mk dons situation where a rival or i would say a breakaway club was established and you know in in the case of wimbledon now they were successful in now climbing up the ranks and reaching as the same level as mk dons but uh, with fc united of manchester not so much and given the indian football pyramid i don't know where you know a breakaway club will reach but is there is, do we see that happening by any chance no no not with mohan bagan but uh, let me just tell you something i have been considering leaving as well the last few months uh, i had uh, made up my mind i took a good few days of thought and uh, i actually started considering that i should stop supporting this football team not the club i would still yeah. support the club but yeah. if they were messing with the logo if they were messing with the colors of the flag or the jersey uh, then i would uh, as a protest as as a protest uh, as a mohan bagan fan uh, stop supporting this football team and uh, it was not a decision taken lightly so all the people who are actually uh, still having doubts i understand what they are going through and i i have i have been through those same dark moments myself so i understand that but you know at some point you have to take yes for an answer and uh, this is never a one way street as i have as i keep saying it's not a one way it's a relationship that we have to build over time and uh, now that sanjeev goenka has shown some uh, good steps we need to take a few good steps as well and he has compromised just look at what he has done like the that atk logo is gone red and white is gone uh those uh, whatever uh, jerseys that they had printed from last season that were probably kept in some uh, go down somewhere all of them are not worth anymore so uh, all of that has been done by him so why can we not allow him that free fix for the time being so yeah i think i think it's going to come around and there will be uh, no rebel fan base for mumbai speaking of you know uh, you know the the red and white and uh, atk and of course you know it's been it's been 6 years and they've had fans at least you know for for neutrals like us who watch isl games on tv or uh, you know we are we're based out of mumbai so when mumbai plays atk and you know you have a bunch of fans who come uh, and sit in the away supporters stand what happens with them do they become mon bagan fans or are they real atk fans i mean throw some light on that i don't think there are many real atk fans uh, when mohan bagan was playing atk in the durand cup uh, the fan base was uh, shrunk down to about 30 people <laughs> right so that's that's i think around the more or less accurate number of uh, real atk fans mostly what was happening in atk matches was east bengal and mohan bagan fans who were just going in for to get entertained yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, a lot of free tickets were given around you know what what was happening all that stuff uh, but i don't want to get into that and i really don't know what to say to those uh, fans I, i understand that they really love uh, the atk franchise but you know you put you put me in the situation where it was either mohan bagan that would come out or atk i i was facing the prospect i was lit- literally considering how my life would be uh, after i had stopped supporting the mohan bagan football team i take this man i i i mean, I, i don't know let what do you want me to say okay you you do you uh, this point i right. i don't think 
I don't think red and white will be red and white will not be welcome uh, in the Mohan Bagan home set, right? It it would be like you're going to Manchester United home ground and walking in wearing a Chelsea shirt. You know, there's yeah. there's no way you're going out <laughs> peacefully, right? So, uh, it, it if if they want to be, you know, maybe they can still come and sit in the away section. Who knows? But at this point, I just don't want to go too deep into that. Yeah, but I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be mean, but rather them than mean. Yeah, that's that's fine. This is unfiltered, and the whole point is that you know you can uh, you can say what you want. You don't have to mince your words, and uh, you can go all out. So last so question. I don't, I don't hate them, right? I, I actually I actually feel genuinely bad for them. It's not like uh, there was there was actual hatred or I want something bad for them. Fair, if they come out enough. and support Mohan Bagan, they are more than welcome. I don't think anybody is going to ask a single question. You just say, okay, I support Mohan Bagan. I support Green and Maroon. Nobody asks anything of you. Yeah. Okay, you are a Mohan Bagan fan. That's it. The bond is made right there. So yeah, the doors are open for them that way. Yeah. Uh, last question from my end uh, before I hand the mic back to Sidhu is that what's the view from you know the other other Kolkata club, which is you know your greatest rival, which is East Bengal. I'm sure you have a lot of friends, colleagues, uh, and acquaintances, and peers working. So, uh, what have you heard from them after all this transpired? And there is a potential news that you know they're going to they're going to have a new owner and probably play in the ISL next year or maybe four years down the line. So, how are they reacting to this news? Well, uh, if they are calling me up or uh, you know they're talking in a mutual group or something like that, they're like, "Oh, you sold your club, huh?" So that's how the banter is going. Obviously, whatever lit the smallest reasons we get, we uh, pull at each other's legs. But internally, East Bengal fans are actually really worried, and uh, I'm a little bit worried for them as well because uh, right now they're stuck with uh, you know trying to get the sporting rights back from Quest, which I think will happen. But what's happening right now is that precious time is being wasted, and they don't have much time. I think uh, by the end of July they need to finish the club licensing. And before that, they need to make the uh, ownership structure of the football team clear. So even if they get the, uh, you know, let's say they get their uh, football rights back in another week. Today is what? Today is uh, the 13th of July. Let's say they get get it back by 20th of July or even sooner. Till then, they will have about uh, 30th, 30th or 31st of July to get their uh, sponsorship and uh, investors in order. That's not much of a time. Just within a few days, they need to get all the paperwork done, all the legal process done, if they want to, uh, you know, play as that new entity next season. And if they don't have an entity that's established uh, by this time, then uh, they don't have that chance to get into ISL. And I seriously do not want to play without them in ISL because we all want the derby to be there, yep. right? Uh, that rivalry has been fueling both clubs. And uh, Mohan Bagan would not be where they are today without East Bengal. East Bengal would not be where they are today without Mohan Bagan. And that's just a plain fact. So, uh, we want the competition to be there. Otherwise, where is the fun? So, I hope they uh, get everything sorted uh, within the next couple of weeks. Uh, because otherwise, uh, everybody loses out. Fair. Good stuff. Siju, back to you. Yeah, I think Ajay had uh, already mentioned the nasty about the fan bit, right? I mean, however, we would like to 
uh, fun or, or laugh at. I'm sure there were a couple of fans who followed probably football since 2014, and there's no harm in that. We welcome all kinds of fans. Uh, so it's more good than bad, I would say, right? There are more people watching football. So the fact that you already may answer that, so I'm not getting to that question, but the fact that it's been doing round on Twitter or the conversation is that there has been a death of a club. What is your uh, reaction to that and your comment on that? I tweeted out, I think, a Mark Twain quote a couple of days ago. The, uh, the reports of my death are greatly exaggerated, right? Uh, so let me just adopt that. The reports of Mohan Bagan's death were greatly exaggerated. So Mohan Bagan Club is still there. Uh, the doors are not open right now because of the pandemic. But when it's over, now, I don't, be, now, yeah. now let me let me let me correct that. I don't think here people are talking about death of a Mohan Bagan Club. They're talking about the club or franchisee and ADK, right? That's what they mean. Yeah. Well. The ATKIT team, I think, is no longer there because uh, this team is continuing on Mohan Bagan's footballing continuity, right? Uh, they will be playing directly on AFC Cup group stage, which ATK could not. Uh, so it, this, this team is going to carry on from where Mohan Bagan left off, not from where uh, ATK left, left off. So, so does that also yeah. make the trophies that they had null and void? Well, those the trophies, I don't think. I don't uh, give too much importance to those uh, those playoff trophies in the but first you place. You don't. Never talk the franchisee did, so I'm asking. Yeah, but but this one, this one is this one is a pure uh, you know, matter of opinion. I don't think they apply to this team. But uh, if somebody says uh, no, they apply, then we will just argue all day and not reach anywhere uh, because this is ultimately a matter of uh, matter of perspective. If you say they apply, they apply. If you don't, they don't. Okay, moving on with another uh, section where uh, Sunday's Jingen, as we all know it, is looking for a club. And there are many clubs hovering around him. Now, with the tweet of Marcus that has put out saying that ATK Mohan Bagan will go all out to capture the signing of Sunday's Jingen this season, right? So, uh, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm sure we are looking for it. Uh, Sunday's Jingen is the kind of player who is uh, tailor-made for Asian football. And uh, that's why I always thought that him playing at Kerala Blasters is a bit of a waste because Kerala Blasters never make it to Asia. So he was there in Bengaluru FC, he was playing Asian football and he was very effective actually against uh, uh, Middle Eastern teams and uh, East Asian teams. So he is that kind of a, a physical player who you want to be there uh, to bully the foreign uh, strikers of the opponent team to disrupt their uh, uh, gameplay. And uh, yeah, I really love him. And I think right now there is about a 70% chance that he's coming to Mohan Bagan. So, you know, just fingers crossed. I'm not going to stay all the way and uh, unintentionally end up jinxing it, but uh, hopefully he comes here. Now, there was a tweet by Darren Caldera also, right? Uh, we've spoken about what happens to the officials. We've spoken about what happens to the players that were there with Bagan and in terms of with the ATK franchise. But what Darren tweeted was quite uh, a valid point that he raised. Now, to read what he tweeted is, players being secondary, I just hope those working at the Mohan Bagan club grounds, kitmen, groundsmen, canteen, etc. 
who've been there for decades still have their jobs. They're real hard workers and just good old nice people. So what is what are your thoughts uh, on that? And what do you think will happen to them? I'm sh- I mean, ideally, they should remain and have the jobs. They will remain. They will remain because those jobs are with the club. Right. Uh, there is a ground secretary that is uh, elected every time there is a club election. And uh, he is in charge of maintaining uh, the grounds and uh, also the club lawn and other infrastructure. The canteen is open to the members or whoever shows up. Uh, it's actually quite famous. Uh, some East Bengal fans come over to uh, have uh, Kajuda's, uh, uh, I think, Korsha chicken. I think that's what they call it. Uh, chicken Korsha. So all of that uh, is uh, going to be as it is. I hope I hope it gets upgraded recently. Canteen was grilled, but uh, the ground has also get, uh, seen some renovations. And obviously, Sanjeev Gonka has been talking about uh, upgrading the ground a lot. So I hope, I think now I'm getting what I'm getting was that uh, if we are talking about a wholesale renovation of the Mohan Baran ground and they're getting those Bermuda grass and everything else in, they may want to bring in some uh, curator from out who's got some international experience and do the whole thing. And in that case, what happens to those uh, people? I'm pretty sure they will stay. They will stay and they will be uh, kept by the club and uh, nothing will happen to them. Right now, what has been happening is that because of the pandemic, the club has stayed closed. So the canteen staff are not getting the same kind of work and same kind of uh, earnings that they were getting when the canteen was open. So all of those have been an issue. And uh, I, I hope once the situation becomes normal, uh, they will just go back to their normal lives and see a higher traffic of visitors, hopefully, because of all the upgradation projects that will happen. Uh, Chiranji, just to jump no, in between. Yeah, just to jump in, by the way, I have not seen, uh, I've not been to the Mohan Bagan canteen, but the pictures look amazing. You know, of the green and maroon uh, canteen, it looks quite nice. We hope to yeah, come there one day. Very recently. It was done very recently. It, it, looks, it used to look like a high school canteen, you know, like yeah, uh, yeah. a small shop outside the school where you get one, ek rupee ka vada pao and right. uh, stuff like that. So it, right. But, but that, that was the vibe, you know, that was the vibe you... Uh, know the staff, the staff know you by first name and you pay for the same thing that you have been paying for the last 10 years and the uh, price has not gone up much despite inflation and you want that same old taste. That, that's how it was. It was a very cozy affair and uh, hopefully that does not go away. Even if they make it a five-star restaurant, I hope that coziness remains. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And I think, uh, you know, with Sanjeev, Sanjeev Goenka and the group, they have a long-term uh, plan, like you mentioned at the start of the podcast, in terms of uh, competing, you know, uh, in Asia regularly and, and you know, of course, winning titles end of the day. Uh, you know, you also spoke about the stadium redevelopment and very few clubs in India have their own stadiums. And with Mohan Bagan, you know, you know that uh, the club and the community have, like, you know, they've been following this club for generations. So there's immense potential, immense volume. So in a pure business sense of wise, a business uh, uh, centric uh, thing, we saw that when Mohan Bagan put up uh, the replica jersey on Amazon, I think within four or five hours, everything was was gone. So uh, do you see that? I haven't got one. I can't, I can't find it. Whenever I go to the site, it's always unavailable. Exactly. I, if somebody tells me it's available, five minutes later, I'm on the site, it's already sold out. I don't know, it's crazy, man. 
exactly and you know so do you see this happening with you guys playing at the kalyani full time i mean with with a proper afc regulation pitch and with your own uh, stadium i mean that becomes the gate receipts becomes part of the the club revenue and you know in in the long run 10 15 years you can actually become a self sustainable club so how do you see this i, I know this well, is this question is scrapped off from interviews now because of the pandemic you know where do you see yourself in the next 5 10 years but uh, you know keeping that aside how do you see the the future of uh, atk mb coming up well uh, see the gate revenue has always been a big part of mohan bagan's uh, yearly budget right they rake in a lot of money from uh, the derbies that happen both the cfl and the uh, i league and uh, even on the matches that they play at mohan bagan ground or at kalyani uh, there is significant amount of gate revenue because people actually pay to watch those matches and uh, it's not just the club who earns there are people who earn their entire years money from that because there is a huge black market operation that happens i have gone countless times to mohan bagan ground but most of the time i go there the line is so big i just like it maybe the ticket is 10 rupees I just pay fifty rupees for a ticket to some black market guy because I just want to go inside the stadium. I don't want to be left out till half time, just waiting for the queue to get short. So uh, all of these things happen, and I think that was because of uh, a the there was not enough facilities inside the uh, stadium, so you could not charge much. Like for a this this wooden bleacher that you got to sit on, that that's meant for ten people, and twenty people sit on it, uh, and you you it's like half the time uh, half your butt is. Uh, hanging out from, uh, in open air so all of that stuff happens and uh, it's it's li- literally impossible with the infrastructure they have right now at mohan bagan ground to provide good comfort and service uh, for the uh, for the spectators i think last year or the la- year before last year they uh, arranged for mobile toilets because the uh, female supporters who were coming they were saying like uh, what the nearest Uh, toilets are at Esplanade. We have to like walk for 20 minutes to get to a toilet. What kind of a thing is this? So that's where we are with the uh, with the infrastructure. And if you can like talk to the army, and that's part of the problem. It, it's on army land, right? So if you dig a hole on the ground, you get arrested, and not by a regular police, by army, you know, right? Powers. So I hope they work that out with the army and they get uh, permission to. Uh, properly renovate the galleries and have all the facilities inside because once you have a good few seats and uh, toilets and other services available you can charge 70 80 rupees for a ticket and imagine how big of a revenue that is if for cf well you have 25000 people coming in every time and uh, paying you uh, 70 rupees per ticket that is a good good chunk of the budget that comes out of this gate revenue and uh, it this potential is built in for uh, clubs like mohan bagan east bengal and mohammedan sporting so i hope uh, it's properly utilized and the investment side is made so that they can uh, create uh, or nurture that revenue source further brilliant brilliant yeah. what what do you suggest did, did i miss did i miss some part of the question because i i think i some something no no you you covered. you got it you got it all covered i mean uh, it's just i was just hoping that um, you know we we see um you know more clubs having their own stadiums and of course clubs legacy clubs like mohan bagan is but what is the incentive you tell me why should anybody build a stadium right now yeah exactly Because, i mean uh, yeah isl you have 
how many home games like nine home home games a year right, you're right. going to build a stadium for nine matches that's never going to work out absolutely you need to give them uh, incentives to have a women's team you need to have a 20 club league you need to have at least two cup tournaments that run for long and have home away format then you are going to have a situation where they have about 20 home games uh, guaranteed every season absolutely and sorry 20 30 home games guaranteed yeah. every season and the asian then games as well thank you yeah it's uh, that's on top of that yeah. so then you have that incentive that okay if i own a patch of land for throughout the year and have my own infrastructure then i don't have to pay the rent that i am pay, paying now Absolutely. and it's more profitable to have the stadium so you have to make having a stadium more profitable for clubs to go out and build their own stadium right now that's not happening yeah yeah or do you siju yeah so do you think that uh, probably now we've spoken i think we've covered most of the aspects right uh, we've looked at the academy we've looked at the club stadium and uh, the officials fans players everything but is there more that can you what can what more can you tell us in terms of what are the developments that that we can look forward to in the couple of months uh, from now and leading that the news is that that probably there would be a isl season from november starting from november which would be behind closed doors but just for this sticking with atk mohan bagan what can we more expect from them in the in the coming months what they are doing right now is uh, you know raking up the marketing efforts for launching the team so there will be uh, hopefully some sort of uh, a big announcement around the actual jersey launch that we saw being held up as a jersey it was mohan bagan uh, and he just wanted as a representation as a placeholder so they will be bringing in new designs they will be unveiling uh, away shirts and all that and they for the first time we will see uh, actually a fan outreach uh, effort from the club hopefully and uh, all if all the all of that works out well we will have a situation where you can walk down the street uh, in kolkata just before the start of the iso season and you will just see green and maroon placards and hoardings all over the place just like they did for atk you have to remember one thing atk made history on was that atk was the most promoted team in indian sports history i'm not even talking about football they marketed atk more than ipl teams and they spent more money on that it it was like you could not go to the airport without seeing roy krishna's face at least 20 times you know it that's that's where we were uh, with uh, the marketing effort even if they do half of that for mohan bagan they're going to get some immense response nothing like indian football has ever seen before yeah absolutely sorry i was just fidgeting with my mute and unmute button over there uh, i think overall to sum it up would be i think this was a great conversation and i hope our viewers and listeners uh, considering yes there were many other podcast episodes explaining this whole episode Uh, about the whole event that took place i'm sure this also brings in more light and puts in more light with some bit of humor which is personal to me and chiranjeev uh, so i think i think this i would say it's a bright future uh, probably a new history written maybe for some of you guys saying that it we will be taking from where mohan bagan left 
but there's a lot for all of us to see and expect what's going to what's in store in terms of how they create this entire thing right rightly just chiranjit mentioned the whole i think one thing that we are going to look forward to is the whole marketing aspect and how they're going to you know uh, do, do a proper launch of the team now to borrow a line from what probably joydeep basu uh in the 420 grams podcast mentioned towards the end that one sad thing is that uh then when the new season begins with this new team uh there would be no fans to watch you know that that would have been the more fun like where uh all the fans flock the stadium and probably we may not see a kolkata derby in a season which is quite unfortunate but let's not jump into conclusions and probably hopefully we see bengal as well in isl uh you know in the season itself but yeah it's easy for us to say but a lot of things for them to do as well hopefully all of that is sorted and finally we see professionalism coming into these legacy clubs and finally they can brag that we are just no more legacy clubs but we have some professionalism as well so looking forward to much more trophies much more uh, good derbies coming ahead much more good banter coming up ahead thank you so much ranjit for coming on the show and for chatting with us and also giving us more exp- i mean explaining the whole saga because you were from the city and you're from somebody who uh, closely follows the club as well so thank you once again and thank you to our listeners for tuning in if you've liked it please do show that you've liked it by clicking the like button subscribe to our channel share it with your friends uh, if you're a mohan bagan fan do that and also ring the bell because you'll be notified we will come to you in via mail uh, whenever a new episode is uploaded chiranjit most of you know most of them know you on twitter but if you can just tell your twitter handle so they can follow you have more else they can come and ask you yeah well let me just say that i am a big fan of uh, what humans of indian football have been doing uh, and uh, that is not are... scripted guys i did yeah, not I pay him nor am i treating him for it I did not uh, you know get a chance to say that but thanks for having me uh, you guys can follow me at the rate kiranjit ojha uh, you can follow me or curse at me either way i'll take it uh, and uh, siju it was great to talk to you after a while we have not had on air chat for a long time now and uh, i really miss those days and it was a good throwback to the time Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to the reunion episode that you mentioned. So I'm still waiting for an official invite. Uh, so, so let's do that. TFG let's banter. That get, get that. Get let's that. that get that going as well. Right? Absolutely. Thank both, you so much, guys. You and yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, you can find HRIF on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And this is a YouTube channel where you're watching. You, if you're listening to us on audio, then thank you for that as well. You're probably listening to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you are. continue doing and continue showing your support thank you so much and stay tuned for more such lovely content goodbye